Hey, this is Sebastian for the Metal Gods Meltdown, and I'm joined tonight by... Kane Roberts. That was very sexy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, everybody expects that to be my voice. You know, it's like, hey, how you doing? It's Kane Roberts. You know, and then, you know, sometimes if I have to deal with any business, I kind of use that voice to start. I go, yes, well, you know, and then at the end of it, I'm going, hey, yeah, rip me off. I'll talk to you later. You know what I mean? So it's hard to maintain that that kind of heavy voice. Yeah, man, that's class. Okay. So congratulations on an amazing album in the new normal how pleased are you with the finished product? You know, it's it's funny. I, I walked into the studio three years ago, and I had songs already written. I had the whole album written. I thought I was just really cool. I was really prepared. And I'm not kidding, Seb. Within, within a month, we got rid of all those songs and just started writing and working with different people. So the album did take me three years, and I was really lucky to be with a record company that they're only, the only thing they care about, the only thing they give a shit about is, is, is the music. I mean, they have a business model, but you know the two badasses that, that work the company, Serafino and Mario, at the very at the very core of what they do is they they care about you know the music that they love and they want people to keep you know being able to hear it. So, and I finally found myself in in a in a business scenario that I liked. You know, and 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 the reason I disappeared for so long is I really wasn't in the proper you know business environment. I didn't really like the music business. I, you know, I I never turned my back on fans or music or bands that I like or my other musician friends or anything. And I played guitar all the time. But it was one of those things where, um, you know, I, I found myself in a situation where six months went by, then a year and a year and a half. And I was I was discovering that my vocal range was still there. You know, I wasn't surprised about the guitar because I never stopped playing. But, you know, as we started moving into uh, different areas of the album, in other words, creating kind of a concept, we came up with this almost cinematic view of each song, like each each song was kind of a script to a film. And that's why, you know, you hear unexpected things happen in the course of the songs. They're not necessarily arranged in a very sort of a standard routine way. So, um, and, and, you know, and the other thing stylistically, you know, I never turned my back on the stuff that I'd done before. Um, I wasn't trying to do anything modern or do anything 80s or do, you know, whatever melodic rock. I just sort of created for the moment. And I think what you hear is kind of a blend of all the music that sort of entered my life and experiences over the last uh, 300 years. No, no, over the last, uh, you know, the time that I, I've been writing and stuff. So what has the feedback been like from the media and fans so far? Uh, well, you know, I, I think it's, it's it, today, you know, back in the day you'd put out a record and you sort of left everything up to uh, the written word, some MTV stuff and the record company, but there was a huge chasm, a huge uh, abyss between you and what the fans were thinking when they they heard the record. And the the only way you were able to like get a, a gauge on how it was was what it did on radio, what it did on record sales, or you know if somebody would walk up to you on the street and punch you in the face because they hate the record. You know that was the only way you you got to to find out like what fans really thought about things. Well, today, with all the social networks and YouTube and the commenting and all that stuff, you go in certain places, you know, there's a lot of haters and lovers. But I, I think I think what it is is, you know, you put stuff out there and people are programmed to like or behave or, or hate, you know, whatever it is that, that, that it is in their lives that they respond to that way. 
and you know you get kind of a dose of it and and i i think it's kind of a cool thing I, i've gotten you know 99% positive there's some people that you know make comments about the record and i go you know that that's actually not a bad point i maybe i could have done that and then there's the people like you know hey fuck you you suck i, I wish you were fucking dead you know those guys i don't you know i don't i don't know what to do with that stuff you know it's like yeah. well why do you want me dead you know and, yeah. and you know what i mean i don't i don't respond to them nah. but but the the thing is that just in general yeah it's been very positive the same thing with the video um you know i've got like you know way more positive uh you know responses to it than than criticism and you know and, and in these these days you know all my friends anybody that puts out a record or anybody that has one out you know it doesn't matter how huge you are you get this blend of of you know like e either adulation and love or you just have people just sort of like bouncing opinions off your head i kind of love it all i think it's really important i think everybody you know having a voice i think that's a great thing good bad or ugly so talking about the video I think all of the songs are fantastic on the album, but I really love Beginning of the End, featuring your old boss, Alice Cooper, and the mega-talented Alisa from Arch Enemy, and Ioma from Baby Metal. Yeah, Aoyama, just for the drummer, just like a machine gun with his feet and everything. Unbelievable. Cool. So are there hopes at some stage for them to all join you on stage sometime with that song? Yeah, well, you know, the song would have to, you know, move uh, some mountains first for that to happen. You know, I'd have to be like, you know, on a viable situation where I'm touring. But, you know, those people that you mentioned are all people that it doesn't require anything for them to get involved passionately other than if they love the music. I mean, that was one of the things that, that I noticed about Alyssa who, you know, in many ways embodies the name of the record, The New Normal. I mean, she's, she's, she's knocked down so many walls, broken so many glass ceilings. It's like the girl on the cover, you know, 50 years ago, that cover probably wouldn't have been allowed. But now you look at it and you see somebody that's, you know, all inked up and she's got blood on her hands and all that stuff. You know, people say to me, uh, you know, does she represent, you know, a victim, you know, female victim? And I said, no, that's not her blood. You know, so so I look at it like, you know, artists like her and Alice and Nita Strauss, those are people that are sort of like, you know, kicking down doors and saying, you know, this is the this is the way things are now. And even though they may be destroying in some way some old cultural no notions or trends, those things don't go away. I think we end up, you know, with more, you know, so, you know, I, I remember like I was watching uh, YouTube. And I, I saw a band called The Agonist, and Alyssa was in it. It was my first time seeing it. I was going, that's freaking awesome. You know, I just, the, the way this person owns, you know, every inch of that screen. Yeah. And then I saw her with Arch Enemy, and she's at Vakken, and, and, you know, these giant oak tree, amazing heavy metal musicians are, like, stalking the stage. And then out comes Alyssa, and she, like, just grabs 80,000 people. And, you know, I'm just sitting there going, like, this is the type of energy that I would love to have on on my record you know so once i got alice in there i thought to myself well here's where the guitar solo would normally go how amazing would it be if uh, Alyssa drops from the sky and detonates the whole room and that's exactly what she did and she boy you know her her, her quote unquote uh, melodic you know uh, beautiful voice too is just absolutely incredible because she's not that big is she she's you know she's tiny and the voice and her vocal range is just Phenomenal. Yeah, you know, Absolutely. and, and the, the, the other things the other things that are very true is she's extremely pro professional, extremely uh, 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 skilled, you know, very personable, smart, bright, 
female and you know you know she and i have talked about more than just you know the music you know she's she's very into poetry and and all sorts of stuff so she's she's really like this really broad-based human being and you know i i kind of felt like there was there was a uh sort of a um a, a similarity in, in the way that, that she, Alice, and I sort of view things. You know, we'll, we'll move heaven and earth to be involved with something that we think is cool. She flew from Europe, waited it at the Montreal airport for four hours, and then flew six more hours to Vancouver to be in the video. Wow. So, you know, right there. And, you know, to her, never complained, never said anything. It was just a natural thing, and it's all, you know, for the art of it. And I, I just think... Uh, you know, I was just really, you know, lucky to have those people all in one location on one day, which is kind of a minor miracle. You can imagine how many phone calls I made. I can imagine, yeah. The video kicks ass. I love the video. It's brilliant. And yeah, we decided not to do any sort of, I decided not to do any stuff whether somebody's holding a guitar or a bass or a microphone. I wanted to make it more like a sort of a, a, a vignette, a, a story, you know, and some of the things that happen in it is just part of like, you know, things blowing up during the production or whatever. I mean, I was supposed to shoot my gun guitar. I had the guy who did special effects for Born Identity and Batman and everything. They, we had my guitar rigged up to shoot flame for 40 feet, wow. but we didn't get a chance to do it. So we ended up putting the the uh, nuclear kiss at the end of the uh, of the video that I just think is it's kind of like very cool. So that's how that ended up happening. Yeah. How come Alice got to kiss the last, not you? Well, he said to me, I said, what did you think of the kiss? And Alice said, he liked the kiss, but he said, I, he thought it should have been me and him. So I said, well, <laughs> next video, you know, so... <laughs> I mean, with the, with you think about it, that would have gone viral. <laughs> that would have been that would have been funny. You know what I mean? Eight hundred million views. You know that sort of a thing. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. Yeah, yeah nobody. Video. I wouldn't want to see that. I don't know about anybody else, but that would be like, yeah. You know. <laughs> no, I don't think I would either, man.
Well, I, you know, I, I'm just very, look, I, the whole thing with the bodybuilding thing and lifting weights, I used to be really skinny. I mean, when I first started playing in bands, I mean, I didn't have any money, you know, I, I was, I was uh, dealing cards at an illegal back, blackjack game in Manhattan to make money. And, you know, I'd walk into the, the hotel room, they, the guy would move it from hotel to hotel all around the city. And then, you know, you'd walk into the conference room and a guy would show me where all the guns were, you know, and then I would sit down and deal cards. And I had played at a club earlier and, you know, I probably made 12 bucks, you know, but when I left the, uh, the, uh, the blackjack game at eight in the morning, I probably had, you know, a thousand bucks, 800 bucks, you know, whatever. So that's, that's how I survived it at the time. So, um, it was one of those things where, where, you know, you start to find yourself like, like, you know, you don't know exactly what's, what's going to happen. And then, you know, um, uh. I started getting into, uh, you know, in that space of time, I started getting into to, to going to the gym once in a while. And then, I, you know, it just caught on with me. I, you know, I, 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 my, my whole thing was like these blackjack games, the gigs, and, and lifting weights. I, don't, I have no idea how it caught on. I never wanted to ever, like, you know, oil up and put on a Speedo and go on stage, you know, bodybuilding. That's not something that, that appealed to me. Um, I do that at home. No, I'm kidding. I, I don't do that at home. No, no, but, but so my point, though, is that, that, it just caught on. And I think that was one of the reasons why Alice and I, you know, when we met, 
we became best friends in 15 minutes. I mean, we always talk about that. We just started laughing. We just became the best of friends as if we knew each other. It's because he's got the same sort of obsessive personality. He golfs no matter what. I mean, uh, we were in uh, Edinburgh. Well, we, we, this is back in the day. And I think it was 45 degrees out. It was 4.30 in the morning. It was kind of like a drizzle kind of a rain. Yeah. And I went down in the lobby. I couldn't sleep. I was going to see if I could get something to eat. And Alice is there with his golf clubs. I said, what are you doing? He said, I'm going to go golfing. I went, okay. You know what I mean? Like, like no matter what, you know, he has to golf. And it's just the same thing with me. It's just part of my life now. Um, I, I lift weights. And I, and I think more than any other sort of activity, I think swimming is really, like, amazing for you, like, if you want to do that. But I think, I think weightlifting sort of keeps your body, like, assembled properly as long as you're, you're careful not to, uh, not to, you know, go too heavy or do things, you know, in a really sloppy way. And, you know, as, as far as my diet, I'm one of those people, I, I could... I could eat nonstop. In other words, I could have a big dinner, you know, and I'm sitting there, you know, at the end of the dinner. A half an hour later, if somebody puts the right thing in front of me, I'll go again. Yeah, I'll have some spaghetti, you know what I mean? I'm just one of those people. So i got to be a little careful with that. But, you know, fortunately, I still have like a, a high metabolism and I'm, you know, I'm kind of a hyper guy, as you can tell by the way I'm talking. So. Yeah. Um, you just reminded me of Joey out of Friends, actually. That's what he was. He's like, you ever seen that in Friends where Joey eats a whole fucking massive turkey? And he's like, hey, hey man, Joey, where's, me, where's me dinner? Where's me dessert? Yeah, yeah. It's like, Joey does, doesn't like to share food. Yeah. That's my favorite episode. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, I love it, man. I love it. I still I watch it. Joey. I still watch it, dude. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You have um, some amazing contributions from people like I've already mentioned, as well as Lizzie Howe, Nita Strauss, Kip Winger. The list goes on. But can I ask you, which is your favorite track on the album today? Mm, that's that's kind of a, that's kind of a tough one. It, it, what happens with this? It's it's kind of like, you know, when you go to see uh, those those exhibits, those water exhibits, where different like fountains go up, and it's pretty. Similar. One on the left goes up, and it goes down, and the one on the right goes up, and then they're all like all over the place. It's kind of what the the, the album's doing because you know I'll. I'll I'll listen to beginning to the end, and I go, you know, that song just does everything for me. It does the unexpected. It makes me laugh. I, you know, it just does. And, and, you know, by the way, I'm really proud of my guitar solo at the end of that. And, you know, it's one of those things where, where I just sort of, you know, jostled everything around to make something kind of special. And I think, you know, to a certain extent, it, it, it works perfectly. So I love that. And then I'll be sitting there, and there's a song called Leave This World Behind, which you know we really did some some sort of uh, arrangement kind of uh, uh, experimenting with it and you know the guitar solo was just over this kind of per percussive drum section you know and and i just think you know that that one even though it's got like a like a, a pop kind of a chorus it's got a like a massive metal you know uh, uh, a rhythm section under it so i love that i think right now those are my two favorites although uh the ballad who we are keeps you know like pushing me around in terms of like how much I, I like it because instead of a guitar solo I got this young artist Kat Franich to sing the female voice on the on the song so she sort of answers the guy that it's a very conversational song so she kind of answers the guy in, in, in a very cool way and her voice is just amazing so yeah I think it's between those three this week but I'm sure it's going to change again who we are is um, my next question actually I wrote, yep. I wrote a review of the album and stated Who We Are is a beautiful track and one that would have been played constantly back in the 80s, early 90s. You do yeah. have an amazing vocal talent. Do you wish you'd have been a singer instead of an amazing guitarist? Or 
Yeah, no, that's funny. I, I've never actually, that's a, a really interesting question, Seb, actually, because I've never really thought of it that way. I've always, even when I was uh, very young, I've always had an interest in, in both. So, for example, you know, uh, I was even in elementary school, you know, people would sing things, you know, and I'd get up and I'd sing some song and it just sounded really awful, you know, and, and, but I just, I always wanted to do it. And at the same time, I just love having a guitar in my hands. I just, I just, the, the body position, the way it feels with the strap, what it does with my hands and everything. So I think it's always been, always been both. But, you know, if, if let's say somebody said, okay, uh, we, you have to play live. You've got to play with this so-and-so band. You can either sing or play guitar. I'd probably lean towards the guitar. Really? Because, I mean, you're an amazing yeah. guitarist. There's no doubt about that. But your voice is it's phenomenal. And that I sort of think it's like just as good as Mr. Biggs to be with you and Extremes More Than Words. That song is just it's, it's phenomenal, man. And honestly, back in the day, that would have been on MTV, played and played and played, I think, personally. Yeah. No, I, I really felt I really felt it was kind of a, a, a sort of a modern statement on uh, you know relationships you know like should we should we just walk away from this or should we uh, should we stay together and you know um, it, it's a little bit different than you know oh she left me and you know I hate her or whatever it is I just wanted to keep it a little bit different and then and then the girl when she sings back at me. Um, she's in the same spot that, you know, they just don't know if they're going to, they're going to go forward, you know, and, 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 you know, somebody says, you know, uh, should we burn it all away? And then at the same time, the sort of emotional peak is when, uh, she says, you know, living without you, it feels like suicide. And I say, you know, um, uh, you know, w without you, I'm like the walking dead, you know, the dead man walking, is it just the drugs talking, you know, that sort of a thing. So I think those are, those are you know, modern messages, things that we all experience and feel, you know, those sort of questions in our mind, because relationships aren't easy, you know, no. I mean, the song, the song King of the World, for example, is about uh, a guy who, you know, he, he thinks he's over it, you know, he's, I'm going to walk away, I'm fine, I'm over it. But you can tell, you know, on the bridge section right before Anita comes in and tears the world apart with her guitar, you know, he's, he's not over it. You know yeah, what I mean? So, yeah. you know, I, I, a lot of guys will say, Hey, you know, some girl broke my heart and they'll go, you know, probably two weeks I'll be okay. You know, a year later, you're still fucked up over the girl. So, you know, it's, it's just, it's a tough thing, you know, cause our emotions, um, you kind of have their own way with us.
still look out for you I see things deep inside of you Between the lies they're telling you But I'm already broken And while you change your state of mind I'm falling back behind Say without was your next video then that song and who we are but you end up kissing alice at the end of it there you go that's that's it so that would be that would be that's, so romantic and, so you know, we could uh, <laughs> and that would be a good time to get some oil and a speedo you know, <laughs> but no it is it's a phenomenal song i absolutely yeah adore thanks that song. <laughs> <laughs> where are we going with this i know i know i know yeah, sorry okay. man <laughs> okay um i love the album cover i know you've sort of spoken about it already but it is very apt and it is like very 21st century um, Wadup has had that cover blown up into posters because I think it's like a real epic sort of work of art and I'd love that on my wall yeah no the girl too Briarly is such an amazing girl you know you can tell that look on her face she she had her face covered up a very beautiful girl and she had her face covered up and just how much you know uh, story is coming out of her eyes is absolutely incredible you know and the the, the photographer the the makeup artist everybody that we had working on there there was it's a guy named uh, michael rosner you know like everybody involved with it are just you know true artists they do such amazing things and you know as soon as i saw his work i said you know um, you know, the next video, I'm thinking, uh, you know, we're, we're the, the first treatment that we have is it's the girl from the, the, the cover. And her tattoos are like that uh, short story. Um, uh, it was either Ray Bradbury or I can't remember who wrote it, but but it's it's called The Illustrated Man, where the, uh, the, the tattoos come to life and you walk into different, you know, vignettes or stories or dramas and stuff like that. So we're thinking of doing something like that. Um, but... But we, I definitely want her in the next video if we can possibly do it. So I also read yeah. on your wall today. I, I actually, I, I have not really properly looked at your Facebook wall till today. I don't really usually bother with people's walls, but yours is so funny. But it was saying about um, your friendship with a boa constrictor 
and how you yeah. were close. What was his name, and what did you used to feed you him? You know, I don't, I, I don't think I ever even gave it a name. I, it, it's for, see, the thing for me is, I didn't want to turn it into like, like a little pet. So, so you know, nobody ever told me the, the name. It's just what, what happened was occasionally we would take you know private chartered planes, and when we did that, there was no real way to to store safely the the snake. I'm not quite sure what the what the what the uh, the operation normally entailed. So. They said, you know, is it okay if we bring the snake and, and you know, the snake wraps around you? And, and, you know, I said, on the plane? And they said, yeah. And I said, okay. <laughs> so they, they bring the plane out. I'd open my shirt. I mean, the, the snake out. And uh, they'd bring the snake out, and I'd open my shirt. And, and it would literally slide in and go around my body like three times. You know, oh, it was a big snake. Yeah. And then I'd button the shirt up, and then the head would come out right in front of me, and it would stare at me and lick my nose with its tongue. <laughs> Just, just, you know, and, I, and then put its head on my shoulder and go to sleep. I'll be so, jumping you know, at the fucking plane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it happened a number of times, and I started thinking, like, you know, this. I really love this animal. So, you know, sometimes before the show, I'd, I'd walk down if, let's say, we were playing like some hockey rink somewhere, and I, I'd find the snake, you know, where it was, and I'd sort of sit there, and the snake would slowly come over and and join me, and just sort of like, you know sort of like you know curl up you know so that it was it got warm and stuff like that i just became friends with the snake so um and and then you know the, the snake w was was always very cooperative you know i could tell sometimes it didn't want to be on stage or whatever but uh -huh. you know we we truly became friends uh you know uh, we eventually uh we'd go out to dinner sometimes and uh you know no i'm kidding but but yeah no so <laughs> but but yeah i it was it was a real relationship i really love the snake and i think the snake you know trusted me and actually liked you know like when we took those planes uh, trips i think it actually liked you know wrapping around me and going to sleep with me so and, you know that's cool <laughs> i'll be jumping out of the plane honestly <laughs> yeah. yeah do you have any exotic animals yourself then no i don't have uh, i don't have any animals the, the reason why is you know i've had some dogs and i've had some cats and this is going to sound kind of awful it's going to sound like i'm kind of a, a big wimp and, and, you know, I, I'm not stepping up and, and doing my duty with taking care of animals, but, you know, they, they're kind of egg timers to sadness. I, I've never experienced anything like the misery when, like, one of the pets is, is dying, and, and I have to make a decision to, you know, put the, the, the pet down. It's like it's really intense, or they get hit by a car or whatever. So, you know, mm -hmm. I kind of feel like I leave it up to other people. I love dogs. I love cats just as much. They're, they're, they're both, like, incredible. I love all sorts of pets. Uh, you know, I, I, there was one girl that had uh, exotic birds, these giant birds all over her apartment. Yeah, they, they were very cool. I think anybody that takes care of animals like that um, is, is, is just an amazing thing. I just, I, you know, I'm just not built for it. You know, I, mm -hmm. I just, I get too, uh, I get too, you know, it, it's like a, the, the love for a pet is a very, very special, very deep thing. And I think, I think, you know, you know, it, it, it is true. You're supposed to you know, rescue an animal from, from whatever situation they're in and, you know, take care of them and stuff like that. But, you know, it's still, I can, I can just feel like the sledgehammer, you know, maybe when I know I only got a few years left to live, I'll get a pet and then I'll outlive the pet and see how he deals with it. No, no, I'm kidding. But, but, but seriously, it's, it's kind of a rough thing. So that, yeah. that's, that's the truth. On that. I know yeah. what you're saying, man. I've got two Bengals and a tabby cat and Dusty's 15 now. So, She's fucking 76 years old in human years. Wow. Yeah. Dude, you have two Bengals? Yeah, I've got two Bengals, a 
yeah, I've got a blue-eyed silver Bengal and a rosette Bengal. Beautiful, beautiful yeah. animals. Yeah. Jeez, you know. I'll send, I'll send photos over to you on your Facebook. I don't know if you have Yeah, no, please order. do. Yeah. I'd love to see that. You know, yeah. I, I went to an exotic cat farm where they took abused, you know, cats. It was, mm. it was, it was uh, you know, lions and cheetahs and mountain lions and all sorts of things. And I, and I remember... I sat down, they, they let me, you know, pet uh, a mountain lion, and mountain lions were a lot bigger than you think. I mean, their yeah. heads are huge, you know. So it started licking my arm, and it's like seventh grade sandpaper, you know. He said, well, you might want to turn your arm. I said, okay, you know. So when I got up to leave, it grabbed my hand in its mouth just to hold me. It, it was very careful not to hurt my hand. Uh-huh. And the guy said, okay. Don't yank it away. She doesn't want you to leave. Just like pull your hand back to the back of her mouth and slide it out. And I said, okay, you know, you know, and and you know, it was it was fine, but you know, it took a while for my voice to come down from falsetto for like probably like an hour, you know. And then they they showed me uh, to show you like how animals, some of the things they go through. There was a snow leopard there. There were two of them. Yeah. And so, you know, they had them in natural environments, you know, they, they were fenced in, but, you know, they tried to create as, as best a, 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 an environment possible. So um, the, the cat comes over and says hi to the guy. And the guy said, he said, watch this. And he had somebody give him a baseball ca- cap. And that cat went from the most beautiful looking thing to the most devilish, evil looking thing. He wanted to just tear the guy apart. And he said, they believe that the person at the zoo that abused this cat had a baseball hat on because every time he puts it on, that 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 happens. So, kind of kind of interesting. Yeah. You are known as the Rambo of Metal. We are all getting older now. How difficult do you find it to keep in shape? Well, it's a little different. I mean, fortunately, I'm you know, I did it before. I, I think. See, the thing is that that you know, people that that never did any sort of athletics as kids, you know, they got a little bit higher, you know, uh, vertical curve to like to to scale in order to get in shape if they start when they're forty or fifty or whatever. So the good thing is that, I, you know, I, I haven't stopped. You know, I just sort of kept at it. Even when uh, I did the Saints and Sinners record, I mean, I really sort of, like, trimmed down. I You know, I wasn't eating half as much, and I was lifting a lot lighter weights and stuff. But, you know, recently I, I've started to, you know, uh, go for some size and everything. My friend Doyle and I talk about it, you know, and, and what kind of protein drinks are best or whatever. Doyle from the Misfits. I mean, that guy's fucking ripped. So, you know, it's it just, it's just I, I think, I think. One of the things, even you know, not not to keep talking about the album, but the new normal. Like, you look at Mick Jagger. I mean, he's redefining what being seventy and plus is. Um, uh, you you look at look at Alice. You know, he's out there. He's performing. He's killing it like all year. Um, he's doing a thousand things. He's in two bands or whatever, and he's he's seventy seventy one years old, something like that. So really- I, I think I think you know, rather than going on what we were told is supposed to be the the proper behavior, the proper shape you're going to be in or whatever i mean at some point you know my head's going to fall off you know i'll be rolling down the street up to try to you know but i understand that but the, the point is that that 
you just sort of you just sort of proceed um, as if you know life is the way you want it to be. You know, somebody said to me like, "How, how did you end up with Alice Cooper?" Uh, you know, I mean, or when you were playing guitar, you know, like like people would say to me, uh, you know, when I was very young, like, you know, you don't want to do this. There's there's millions of guitar players that want to be famous. Why do you think you will be? And, and, you know, my belief was if you work hard enough, if you try to be somebody special, I'm not saying I am. I'm saying if that's what it is, you get obsessed and you put enough hours into anything. The world will greet you with open legs. You know, it'll 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 beat a path somehow to your door, to whatever extent. So I'm living proof of that because, you know, you think about the way I look, you think about the way I played and everything, and, and, and there was only one band on the planet that would hire me, and it's Alice Cooper, and he found me. You know, I, I always think about that. People say to me, you know, oh, well, you know, were there any other bands, you know, you wanted to join? Well, I was like, wait, 230 pounds. I'm not going to join White Lion, you know. I mean, it's a great band, by the way. I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying <laughs> Alice was it, you know. Yeah. It's just amazing that, you know, my tape ended up with Bob Ezrin, and then I'm sitting there with Alice Cooper, and we became, you know, best friends. So, yeah. so it's just kind of a crazy deal. <laughs> okay. Well, I was sort of like, how old was I when you were? 13, 14, 13, 14, 18, 84, you know, when you were with Alice and everything. I don't know if I want to ask you this question or not, but I'm going to. What is yep. the most outrageous thing you've done in the name of rock and roll? Hmm. Hmm, yeah. Well, <laughs> let's sure. let me think. Uh, <laughs> yeah, your brain, I, I think it's, look, at, I don't mean to change your question, but I think it's, it's more like what does rock and roll bring to you? In other words, as my behavior became, you know, I'm hyper now. You can imagine what I was like then. Alice used to tell me to, you know, calm down, you know, and stuff like that. Because I was just, you know, way off my, out of my mind. So, you know, as, as things began to get amped up, whether it was uh, some sort of recreational, like, influential drug that would do something or, or uh, girls, you know, females that would become, you know, that were sort of willing to do stuff. All that stuff, you know, the numbers of those things just kind of, you know, began to increase where instead of like one of those things, there'd suddenly be eight, you know, that sort of a thing. So, you know, your brain kind of goes towards that. I, I think, you know, and, and this is going to seem like a really kind of conservative kind of lame answer. But for me, what I discovered about myself was that I could tour nonstop. I was one of those guys that just did not want the tour to end. So it, it, it just sort of revealed that I don't really miss anything, you know, it's like, and I, I've sort of learned that about myself. I, I never go back to where I was, you know, I was born. I don't want to hang, you know, I don't seek, I don't go to class reunions. I don't do any of that. And think of it this way. I don't own one copy of my own records, my old records. I don't have a gold record. I don't have any memorabilia at my place, you know, I. I just uh, did a thing with um, Rudy Sarzo, and you know his walls are covered with this incredible legacy. You know, you have White Snake and and Ozzy and and Quiet Riot, just amazing these 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 records all over the, his walls. You know, I, I'm not I, have, I was never that prolific, but I thought to myself, I don't have a copy of Saints and Sinners, you know, which is like it's like kind of crazy. So I I've always had that sort of a thing where whatever the jet stream I'm set, stepping into at the time it takes me away and i, I just kind of don't look back and i think I, I think i think rock and roll sort of like really solidified that uh, you know in in me just as a person you called me last night and i'm glad i didn't hear the phone ring because your voice 
still shuts me down And just the thought of you still gets me where I can't do anything And I know I was out of my league when I gave you everything And falling down, I turn around and learn to walk away On a desert island for a year with four yes. people, with four people, who would you take with you? 
Okay, well, so four people. Well, I mean, do they want to come with me? That would be the other <laughs> question. But all right, so assuming that they, you know, either have a clone of them or, you know, they're stuck, you know, as well. In other words, they, they you know, it's not like I, I assume they want to come. The first thing in my mind is Christina Scabia. I mean, the, the singer from Lacuna Coil. I, I, you know, there's a song in the album called Wonderful. And, um, you know, that uh, there, there's, a, there's a bridge that's got an acoustic sex, a very heavy song. And she just entered my psyche throughout that entire bridge. And, and you know, and it gets a little bit X-rated at the end. And then the guitar solo, I was just thinking about her while I'm playing. And to me, it's one of the greatest guitar solos I ever played. So, you know, she doesn't, I don't even know her. You know what I mean? So, so I just, just respect her as an artist very beautiful woman, all that stuff. She just like, you know, blows my mind and she loves video games. So, you know, <laughs> so that would be, that would be one of my choices. Um, I would love to have Alyssa there, but I know she and Doyle are going out. So <laughs> Doyle can come too. So that's yeah. like three. And I love Doyle. He's like, by the way, one of the best guys and, and his band is freaking awesome. I, I saw them at, at the uh, whiskey and, and, you know, it's weird, you know, like I've seen the band, the lead singer, the whole band, bass and drums, Doyle, of course. And, I'm, you know, you just got the feeling that you were, you were at the, the, uh, the, uh, the like, like a giant arena. I mean, that's, that's what they are. That's the type of band they are. You know, it's just this, the scene is what it is right now. But I'm just saying it's like a perfect example of that. And then the last one, I think, you know, I would have to say... Uh, Maybe, um, I think it might be Winona Ryder, just because she, I've seen her in person, and she's an absolute angel. So it would just be a great visual for me to look at somebody like that. Um, can you tell me why we should buy the new normal? It's, it's, one, of those, it's one of those records that sort of, uh, if, you have, if you have any sense of, of sort of how visuals can be built into music, because I think they really do go hand in hand, as I mentioned before, I think that would be the type of record that, that you would want. In other words, if, if, you, if you look at lyrics as being more conversational rather than just rhyming for the sake of it and just sort of developing scenarios that, that we all go through every day and, and it's that kind of a thing. And then the music is sort of like this sort of uh, uh, visual audio backdrop to all of it and stuff. I, I think, I think that would be a good reason to get it if you like that, like that type of thing. Plus, you know, I, I think some of the guitar stuff on it is, is, is some of my best. So, you know, if you're into that kind of a thing, yeah, that's what I would do. It's a phenomenal album. Festival or small intimate gig? Festival. Vinyl or digital? Well, I never understood why it went to digital. That was that, that's, that's me. But digital is much more convenient now, and the access is way broader, so digital. Heaven or hell? Uh, I'd like to go to, to, to heaven, uh, uh, although... Um, it depends on how hell's been running, what the management is, and what they offer. <laughs> 80s metal or today's metal? Jeez. Um, today's metal. Really? I love 80s metal. Same here. today's metal. Same here, but it, yeah, when you go back and listen to it, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's strange, isn't it? You know um, what I mean? The, the new stuff, Volbeat and all these bands, you know? Mm, do you like Battle Beast? I, I, I just love Battle emo. Beast, dude. And I love Dude, Arch Enemy, Arch Enemy, mate, honestly. Yeah, and, 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 and that song, I Want the World. Uh -huh. I mean, I asked Nora Luhimo to, to sing on the record. She told me to fuck off. 
I'm never going to stop asking her. If I record 10 more records, I'm going to keep asking her because I think she's one of the most skilled, one of the most amazing singers on the planet. And, you know, I'm older than her probably, so I'm, I'm not probably, I'm older than her. So I'm going to die, you know, before she sings on the record so, so she wins. Donald Trump or Miss Piggy? Oh, uh, well, I think they would both make great presidents. <laughs> That's the way I look at that whole clown show. People ask me about politics, and I just go, there is one of those guys that I would want to hang out with for five minutes. I don't care what side. I don't care who they are. I just have no interest. Excellent. Excellent. You know? You're stuck in a room with one of those guys. Yeah, you see how, see how, how long it takes for you to want to get the fuck out of there, you know? What about a tour? Are you hoping to get over to Europe? I would love to do that. Right now, I'm just going to be into making videos. Uh, if playing live is something that seems like a viable thing, you know, I made the mistake of playing at a festival called Firefest a while back. I had two rehearsals with mm -hmm. two guys I didn't know. I hadn't played in like, you know, 800 years. Mm -hmm. So it was just kind of a, a train wreck. So, you know, I, if I'm going to do a tour, I, it's it's a pretty you know tall mountain to climb, and I'm going to take my time to make the band so that even if we do one show, you know, it's it's a meaningful uh, you know event, you know, as best as we can do it. So, you know, if if it turns into something where it makes a lot of sense for me to do it, yeah, I'm definitely going to do it. But right now, I just want to make you know two or three videos. Do you have any final words for your fans and our listeners? I just would love people to, to visit the, the visit YouTube and take a look at the video beginning of the end um, and, and, you know, make your comments, what you think and all that stuff, you know, because I created it for people to hear it and, you know, win, lose or draw, you know, love, indifferent, hate, you know, whatever it is. It's all part of, you know, getting stuff out into the public jet stream. So, you know, bring it on. Seb, this was this Pleasure. was one of the best. Absolutely. Thank you. This is Kane Roberts and you're listening to the metal God's meltdown. And believe me, you'll be melting down very soon. <laughs> Tongues. 
That's what you wanted You deserve me, you incurred me You called my name Take a bite of the world